and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man doing good how's it going oh not bad i'm really glad that malls aren't really a thing anymore i guess because number one if the like shoplifting and theft is so bad that you have to have like three terminators prowling the vicinity at all times that's not great yeah, how much crime is going on at this mall? We're doing shopping mall, by the way, from 1986. And Brett, I used to work at a mall. I was assistant manager, which means I was—I had the keys. I could open and close the store by myself. Why did I never once think to have an orgy with all my hot friends? It's the hot topic I managed. Oh yeah, with like, are the are you in high school? Are you early twenties? Also, why is there a married couple? Yeah, well, I have no idea. Again, this is a weird group of friends, ambiguous yeah. age, ambiguous motive. Like, what's the point? But yeah, we'll get into it's, all of this. They're very much into, like, it has to be some kind of, we want to have an orgy. And this is, like, the first step of getting it to happen, of, like, we all have sex in the same room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a bizarre plot. And, like, they're not even planning to spend the night. That happens on accident. And yeah. they're still, like mall security there and everything while you're doing it not hidden from the big glass windows to your store oh no because at one point the camera goes by and they're all just making out right where dick miller could walk by and see you exactly <laughs> but yeah man chopping uh, mall is a fun time i love this movie yeah it's a lot of fun it's been a minute since i've seen it but i'm really glad i got to watch it again yeah, this originally titled Killbots, I think the title alone, Chopping Mall, though, drove so many people to it, because it's a genius title, even though there's no chopping in the movie whatsoever. Oh, and the poster is so misleading of it's like a cyborg hand with like a shopping bag with a hole in it. And it's like they don't they have claws. So it's like one of the things of they came up with the poster before the movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't really have too much background on it besides the title change, 1986. Who did this? Who's uh, responsible? Directed by Jim Wynorski, who's the director of, like, over 100 movies, writer of over 50. He's big in movies. You probably okay. have heard that name before. Um, additional directing by Christine Peterson, who did additional directing on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Nightmare on Elm Street 5 as well. Oh, good track record, and okay. directed Critters 3. Oh, very, oh, the very first Leo? Yeah, Leo! The very first person to ever direct Leonardo DiCaprio co-directed Chopping Mall. Yeah. That's nice. Um, then produced by Julie Corman and Roger Corman, and written by Jim Wynorski. Corman makes perfect sense. Yes. And it come one hundred percent of how many times, like a couple different times, they use the same shot exactly, just like a few minutes later, the misleading poster. Um, more of like the concept is better, maybe than the execution. Of there's a lot of just run away from the robots and not a lot of plot. Man, I'm not even mad about it because it's so ridiculous. So, chopping mall. If you don't know, 
you hinted at earlier, the concept is this mall to fight crime instead of mall cops gets these three security robots and they'll patrol around. They can taser people. They can like, they can, they can shoot to kill too, but they have like, yeah. and it's like, it's, it's the weirdest part of shoplifting prevention I've ever seen. Like this step. Yeah. Like, like I said, how much shoplifting is going on? Like, and just by, like, a little flip of a switch, like, this is, like, a Chucky doll of, like, oh, this is the issue. The switch was set to evil. <laughs> like, dude, I, I'm i a sucker for techno horror, though. Like, the robots coming after people and everything. And I know it usually, now, with today's technology, you can actually write it a little better because of, like, AI and stuff. But yeah. 80s stuff, it's always, like, how do they know to kill? What, what are they doing? Like, wh- why is this happening? Oh yeah, the eighties tech. Oh, it's like oh, there's sensors and things. It's like okay, it's just don't think about it too much. Look, lasers, pew 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 pew, and they're like horrible shots until they need to be perfect shots. Yeah, exactly. Until they want to blow someone's head off, like explosion style, then they're a great shot. This was also shot at a very famous mall, uh, the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Fast Times at Ridgemont High was filmed there. It's that mall. Oh, sweet. That's cool. Yeah. I wonder if it's still there. If you can go to it, like how we can go to the Dawn of the Dead Mall. Oh, I wonder. I wonder if it's still open or not. I don't know. You know they have a ton of Fast Times at Ridgemont High stuff and maybe a blurb somewhere about Chopping Mall. Oh, yeah. And every once in a while, someone wanders in like, Chopping Mall? But um, Kelly Maroney was in both movies, so that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, she was, and she stars in this movie. I'm glad she got the starring role in this movie, because yeah. she's just perfect for this one. I think she's great in it. I love her character, and she's one of the only characters I like in this movie, because she actually has some, like, character growth. Of, like, she starts out, she's just real shy, and she doesn't really want to do anything. At the very end, she's blowing up robots, and she's taking charge. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you ready to get into this thing, I guess? Yes, let's record this fucker. Alright, so it starts with the mall jewelry store being robbed after hours, and the killbots, is that what we call them still? Or the protectors, they're called? Uh, it still says killbots in uh, the credits. Jim Wynorski okay. did the voice of the killbots, that's pretty cool. Oh, sweet. The killbot chases him, he shoots at it, but the robot's bulletproof, and then it tasers him. And it's a video presentation, and they'll begin their patrol tonight along with the new steel doors to lock in the mall. <laughs> Let's not even talk about the robots, Brett. No. They literally have, like... These are Star a... Trek doors. Yeah, they have, like, those super stadiums that have the roofs that open and close for their mall to prevent crime. Yeah, it's like... It's like the um, blaster doors on Star Wars or something close around them. It's like, what the fuck? At that point, just go through the wall, then. Because <laughs> I bet you that's still brick. <laughs> but dude, the presentation's great because there's this fun commentary couple in the front row that I love very much. And they're talking about which one looks the best. They all look exactly the same. There's not a single difference on any of them. I do like where like, they remind me of the Three Stooges. Yeah, because the one in the middle has a slight ethnic quality to them. <laughs> Then, a very distinguished and important gentleman stands up out of the crowd and is like, well, you know, tell me about these killer robots that you've 
uh, made. And he's like, well, they're not exactly killer robots. But more importantly, that's Dr. Carrington, played by the great Angus Scrim from Phantasm. I had to go back several times and pause, be like, yeah, that's him. Because if I didn't look at the cast, I would have not known that Angus Scrim was in this movie. Dude, I've seen this movie so many times, I just watched it again. I didn't catch that was Angus Scrim. No, you see, like, he stands up and you see his, like, so- like his side profile. And then, like, you see him for a split second from the front, and that's it. Dude, that's wild, because I can't picture him as anything but the tall man from Phantasm. Yeah, I know. It's so weird when, like, you'll see him show up on other things. But they also show that, to make sure that the mall workers who are there after hours and stuff are safe, they have ID tags. What if you forget your ID tag? But anyway, that the robots will scan to make sure you're okay. Dude, I forget stuff all the time. Like, you forget your name tag. Now it's like, hey, I will be tased if I don't have this ID tag on me. And also, how much of a pain in the ass is this going to be? Of there's three of these things roaming around, what if you are, like, the janitor going around, and you're, like, all over this place? Do you have to constantly be like, it's me? They're like, why is your job taking twice as long as usual? Because the fucking robots won't leave me alone. Imagine if you forget your name tag one day, Brett, and, like, you're closing, and, like, you have to plot your escape out of there to not be tased by the killbots after hours, so, like, you're booking it for the door when you see it go past and everything? Is this what the employees are gonna have to deal with? You're crawling through air vents. It's like they pass each other. They're like, no, number two's that way. You better go this way. And then he goes, nothing can go wrong. And of course, title card and opening credits. Dude, the mall used to be such a huge thing. When you go to the mall now, it's like tumbleweeds are blowing past. But dude, 80s malls were something else. The mall now is so depressing. Of like twice a year, I will go into our mall and I'd basically just go straight to FYE and then not buy anything and then come out. But yeah, like oh, there's so many stores that are closed. Our mall has a college inside of it. <laughs> Dude, your mall is a bustling metropolis compared to mine, though. We have, like, unless it's Gobfest, we have, like, five people in that mall at once. <laughs> yeah, I've been in that mall, and yeah, it's not packed. No. Allison and Susie, Kelly Maroney and Barbara Crampton are working at this pizza place, and they're planning out their night and everything. Oh, I love this pizza place. It's just decked with posters from Roger Corman movies. One of which, did you see Slumber Party Massacre 1 in the background? I did see that. Which I was like, then looking around, I was like, why is there no 2? Two's the superior movie. Dude, I mean, that's a selling point for me. If I'm deciding between two pizza places, I'm like, I'm going to the one with the Corman posters. Oh, fuck yeah. I love two of, like, um, Kelly Maroney, Allison is, like, all like, fr- frazzled and whatnot, and Barbara Crampton, uh, Susie, is like, no, you're gonna come to this party with me, it's gonna be super fun, we have, like, a date lined up for you, and then, the, like, the greasy cook guy who just wipes his spatula on his shirt, like, every two seconds, is covered in grease. He's like, alright, here's an order of mozzarella sticks, a whole pizza, a cheeseburger, a chili dog, large order of fries, like, Who's that for? It's like the grease ball over there. And watch out, because he's very handsy, so kind of stay away from him. So it's just this big, <laughs> fat, greasy guy that's like has like mustard stain on his shirt. And it's great, because the ending line to the scene is him going, Waitress, more butter! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
But the light, there's a thunderstorm outside and lightning strikes them all and it sends, they have to have like a scientist <laughs> technician on hand at all times. Let's talk about how much that guy's getting paid and cutting into the mall's budget with all the money you're saving on shoplifting, but oh well. But, but sitting there in his white lab coat. Yeah, but his systems go weird, but it takes him like two seconds to fix everything. No problem. He pulls out his magazine. He's looking at the centerfold. One of the killbots kill him right through it. Yeah, and I like. Is there anything more evil than lightning? How many of these horror movies use lightning as a ride around? Of like going back to Frankenstein. Uh, offhandedly, I can think of Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. There's this one where lightning strikes the control thing and all of a sudden makes everything evil. Yeah, Child's Play. Yeah, there's all uh, kinds of lightning around that. Yeah. yeah, lightning's horrible. But the guys are playing the party in the furniture store. Ferdy, it makes it so easy for me to remember because Ferdy is the nerdy guy. But oh, perfect. His uncle owns the store, and I feel like that's the only reason he's getting invited so that way he doesn't tell on them for doing this. Yeah, exactly. He even brings that up later to Allison when they're kind of hanging out. Of like, well, I know the only reason they invited me along is because I would, so I wouldn't tattle. But no, I am having a good time now. Then we're introduced to Mike and Leslie, our horniest couple of this teen orgy that's about to go on, and you get an awkward encounter with Leslie's dad for reasons. And what's tonight? Oh, nothing, Dad. Type thing. Yeah, and like he, she, he, uh, she just grabs like his arm and does like the bat in her eyes at her dad. Like I could never do anything bad, Dad. <laughs> up in the security slash science room now, the the guy's relief shows up to let him off, but he can't find the guy who's murdered. So I guess the killbots hid the body. I guess so. Yeah. So they're immediately like slasher villains. Of they're going to yeah. hide bodies in, like, strategic areas. They do it again later. <laughs> and they're like, okay, whatever. He sits down, and he's reading, and he hears the killbot revving up behind him. He turns around, and it's still. And this goes on, like, five times, and then his little dark gun compartment opens, turns around, it shuts off again. Finally, he gets the spiky cord thing, is the only way I can describe it, fired into him as he dies. They harpoon him, pretty much. Yeah, it's almost like there's a like a stake at the end of their like claws or something. <laughs> then the after hour mall hours dance party slash orgy begins. Yeah, of course, um, as you do, you know the married couple with the other like teenagers or whatever, just all having sex in the same room. Of like immediately, they're just all over each other, except for um, Ferdy and Allison. And they are watching Attack of the Crab Monsters, another Roger Corman movie. And who's on the screen but Dick Miller? Yes, he is, which breaks continuity, but I'll ignore it. It's fine. I just like anytime, if you can get a double dickin' in a movie, perfect. <laughs> I also loved when Ferdy was introduced to Allison, the lovey harp music that played. Oh, 100%. And there's like, hi. Hi. And then, like, Barbara Crampton starts, like, making fun of him with, like, her boyfriend. Yeah, they just say hi over and over. Yeah. Um, the protectors begin their patrols. Like, Protector 1, beginning patrol. So there's three floors of this mall, so am I to believe, like, each one has its own designated floor? Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. All couples are fucking on their beds and couches at this <laughs> point. Like you said, except for Alice and Ferdy watching the crab movie. <laughs> 
I love where like um Susie and her boyfriend, I forget which one she's with. Um Greg. Oh, oh perfect. Uh Susie and Greg are uh, like make it out on the couch and she's on top of him and then he's like you smell like pepperoni and then she gets up kind of like oh how dare you and he's like I like pepperoni yeah accurate yeah, oh yeah I like pepperoni too <laughs> then we get the dick miller mopping up I don't know what the mess is it's never specified what the mess is from I guess some kid must have puked or something it looks like ice cream uh, but we get the if I ever find the little bastards who did this, they're dead meat as he's mopping up. Yes, and if you watch the Dead Meat channel, you hear that constantly because it's in their intro. <laughs> yes, and the robot comes up behind him and spills his bucket. Like, that's important. Then asks for his ID badge. Like, why am I going He's all mad at the robot, but he shows him an ID. See it? See it? And then he's all mad. He smacks the robot with the end of his mop. The robot fires its little electric cable taser thing into the water puddle that's now surrounding Dick Miller and electrocutes him to death. Yeah, and he's like, what are you doing? Like, what's this all about? Or I'll show you! And goes to hit him with the mop again. But, yeah, like you said, electrocutes him with, like, great 80s style electric of it almost looks like Frankenhooker style. <laughs> and I love every time the Killbots kill someone, you get a thank you, have a nice day. Thank you, have a nice day. Perfect. Back upstairs, the orgy has settled down, and pretty much, now what? Like, was that the whole point of the party? Like, what's going on yeah. now? Birdie and Allison have the only activity that can actually last the amount of time they need, but Leslie has Mike go out to get to the cigarette machine. Yes, there used to be cigarette machines in malls. Well, I love it's, um, yeah, they are all finished, basically. Which I wonder if there's any part of them was like, well, this is kind of awkward now. Like, when we were all horny and stuff, this was sounded fun. Now this is kind of like, oh, he's wiping himself off, and so she, and so, uh, there's some, like, smell going on in this room. But yeah, she's, uh, she wants cigarettes, and he's like, well, there's a pack of camels under the counter, and she's like, I only smoke virgin slims. And then yep. she does the whole thing of like, he goes in to kiss her and she's like, no, not without like you doing what I need you to do for me first. And then he's like, fine. He's all mad. And then she's like, but hurry back. Hee <laughs> hee. Oh, with a tit shot. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yes. And then my biggest question, because as we established, there are still janitors and stuff like that out and about yeah. in the mall. Mike just goes out with no shirt on <laughs> to the cigarette yeah. machine. He goes, like, walking out of the door. He's still zipping his pants up and whatnot. Like, yeah, he has no shirt on. Like, Dick Miller comes across, like, around the corner. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, if this went normally, this would be a very different scenario. Yeah. And I know, like, they have to get them in the mall for some reason for the night. They couldn't come up with anything better than, like, they want to have an orgy in the mall and the furniture store. There's no one's like basement. You can go to one of the like lovers lane things. Like you could all pool your money together and get a hotel room and have your orgy there. <laughs> if we remove the orgy from chopping mall, I don't want it. I know, but I'm just saying it's so weird of like, well, how, where, where, where can we all have sex together? Where I work. <laughs> But when he's at the cigarette machine, one of the killbots comes up to him. He shows its ID to it. It's being weird to clap to Verada Nicto, okay? 
I love that little added thing they do there. <laughs> yeah, and of course he gets killed by the killbot. Of course. And this is, like I said, they stage his body. So later when uh, Virginia Slim girl is like looking around for him, she like trips over him. Yeah, because Leslie's like, what's taking him so long with my cigarettes? She gets up and leaves. Again, she doesn't put pants on either walking through the mall. And the camera is right on her ass. Like, there's no subtlety to it whatsoever. It's full screen. Oh, yeah, you can see goosebumps. It's so close. (laughs) Yeah, she's looking for Mike, goes to the cigarette machine and finds him there dead. And then the... Killbots come out of the door right there because it's like in a little hallway inlet thing, and they gave him a smoke machine and everything for the grand entrance, and I love it. They yeah, they have it like an entrance theme. Yeah, it's like the Undertaker's coming out of Mania. It's great. I just uh, no, I imagine it's Shawn Michaels' entrance. Sexy boy, yeah, but it's the it's the Killbots doing their claws and spinning around. <laughs> I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> but they chase her she's running back to the store where everyone else is and they're firing fucking lasers brett everywhere have this technology can you imagine like they come up with laser guns and the first thing we put them on is mall security robots it's so fucking weird it's like it's like when they made drones and they're like we're gonna use them to secure like as mall security and if you're doing something bad, it bombs you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she makes it right back in front of the store, and her head is blasted off, and I love the yes. practical head explosion they use. This is one of the biggest, like, maybe the most memorable scene of the movie is the head explosion. Yeah. But this is, once again, the robots are horrible shots. Whoever, like, trained the stormtroopers made these fucking things. Until they need to be pinpoint accurate. Well, she was stopped at that point. She was right in front of the store, so maybe they're not good at moving targets. Yeah. But all the others see, and they start running to the back of the store, and now there's two killbots there. They shoot the glass out and just roll into the store. I feel like for being mall security robots, they shoot storefronts out way too much. Yeah, it's like someone like broke into the mall to steal some jeans and maybe like the $200 out of the safe. That's like left over after a deposit or something. And it's like, but they caused $10,000 worth of damage and they killed the man. The family's suing us. <laughs> <laughs> then we have this huge, like, explodey laser assault scene where everyone's trying to get to the back room and everything. It's like the scene in They Live when, like, the aliens and cops invade the resistance people. It's that level of scene right here. Yes. Oh, yeah. They make it to the back and they trying to shut the door they're moving things in front of it so the robots can't get to them. And then at this time, though, all the, as you put it, the Star Wars security door shut. Like, the door opens out. Like, so it's going to be swinging out, not into the room. And they're piling things in front of it. It's just like the killbot just opens the door. <laughs> Honestly, you'd probably be safe. I don't think they can open. Like, I don't think they have thumbs. Well, also, like, this is a an extremely, like, big metal door, like you said. Out of nowhere. Because at first I'm like, oh, they're going to sh- shoot through the wooden door. No, it's like a steel door. Yeah, exactly. They're hiding back there, and the 
big, like, full mall security doors are shut. So they're locked in until the morning, and the phones are dead. I guess the robots took them out. <laughs> Jason <All> style. The... <laughs> like, one of the robots grabs a machete and cuts the phone line. <laughs> All the girls go up into the AC duct, and the guys are supposed to come, but it's too late because the robots get in with fucking C4, Brett. Yeah, th that's already <laughs> on the robots. So they plan. It's not like the robots found C4, and they're like, we can use this. No, that was just in them. So they plan that they may have to use C4 to take down some mall burglars. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't care because it's great. I yeah. fucking love this movie. But the guys get away, and they break into the sporting goods store for guns. Again, a legit thing that used to be a thing. It's just so American. Of, like, there's the mall, and inside the malls, there's the gun store, right beside the fried cheese stand. <laughs> exactly. And I think it's Ferdy goes, let's send... Uh, no, it's... I don't know. One of them goes, let's send those fuckers a Rambogram. <laughs> so they're oh, all yeah. suiting up. But there's, like, fucking machine guns. It's not even, like, just pistols and shotguns. There's fucking machine guns in this mall. <laughs> they have automatics in there. Yeah! And randomly propane tanks. Because, also explosions, guys. America. USA! Yes. USA! <laughs> but they go out, and they're sh they have a shootout with one of the killbots, and they roll the propane tank towards it, they shoot it, and, yay, they've killed one. Yeah, they so tipped they... it over, so it's definitely dead. Yes. Susie's freaking out. She's claustrophobic or something, and she's like, Greg's oh. in trouble, I know it! I'll take Barbara Crampton yelling this anytime, and she breaks <laughs> out of the AC. over and over again. Yeah, put it on loop for a minute, like, every time she's saying that name, okay. But <laughs> she breaks out, they go down, all the girls go out with her. But... Because they mentioned that the robots turn the heat on. Because they're like, why is the heat on in middle of summer? They're, they're no, they know we're in here. And Barbara Crampton, yeah, just freaks out. And, like, if I was the other two girls, I'd be like, okay, you go have fun in the murder mall. We'll deal with the heat. Because Allison is just like, put something over your hands. Come on, let's go. She's automatically already the leader. Yeah, I'm camping out in there until morning. I'm yeah, not even I'm trying there. to crawl around or anything. But she gets down, and they all go down, and they start making Molotovs, like, to go attack the robots. Yeah, which, okay, I kind of get what they're like, well, if we're going to go help the guys, we let's not show up empty-handed. Which, yeah, can you imagine, like, they show up, they're like, okay, like, you're here, what do you have with you? They're like, oh, nothing, we just came here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. they're, they're going to burn the robots, and then when it doesn't work later, they're like, oh my god, it didn't work? Metal's resistance to fire? <laughs> <laughs> and also, the guys are rigging up a propane bomb onto the elevator, like trap, at the same time. Protector 1, who we thought was dead, stands itself back up somehow and back online. Oh shit, he's back. <laughs> the robots find and start chasing the girls, and the guys here, they're gonna, they're running, but they're not there yet, and they throw their first Molotov, and it rolls right through it. It has zero effect whatsoever. Oh, of course. And how, how does Susie fall? Does she get shot in the leg? Yeah, she gets shot in the leg, and like, of course, falls down, and then what happens? I can't even complain, because I don't know the effect of being shot in the leg with a laser. I can't be like, oh, you can walk that off. I don't know, because it still doesn't exist. 
Well, because it does do like a blood squib, so it's definitely like a actually hurt, not like ow my ankle. But but does she still have a Molotov cocktail with her? And the killbot shoots it, and then Barbara Crampton's on fire, or <laughs> yeah. a stuntman in a blonde wig is on fire. Yes. <laughs> she's dead. The guys and the girls are back together, and they run upstairs, so it has to take the elevator. Honestly, genius. Just keep doing this back and forth. That's your only yeah. plan. These things are on wheels. Just keep running up and down the stairs. <laughs> but it's in the elevator, so they start shooting at the tank. None of them can hit it. They were good shots earlier. Finally, Allison takes Ferdy's gun and shoots the tank with, like, one shot and explodes. And the elevator falls and crashes. The elevator falls and crashes, so they've actually taken this one out. Thank God, finally. <laughs> They're all hiding out of the restaurant, and Greg's getting angry, and he wants to go kill the rest. Greg, you are an idiot. Oh, yeah, because he's like, uh, yeah, because they're back at Roger Corman poster restaurant. And he's like, you guys should have stayed in the vents. Like, why did you come back? It's like, Susie thought you might be in trouble and wanted to come save you. And it's just, each one of these characters, except for Allison, seems to have the I'm going to be extremely dumb right now moment. <laughs> I don't know, Ferdy's pretty solid too. Not, yeah, he's not bad, but... But they make a plan to go trash the main control computer because that'll fry them. How they know this is beyond me. Yeah, exactly. One of you like works in a furniture store, the other two works at a pizza place. <laughs> Yes, but they're on their way, and Greg's at the top of, like, a balcony, and Killbot just throws him off. Well, he, like, goes <laughs> running up the fucking escalator. He did not respect that escalator. And he's no. like, guys, there's, they're not up here! And as he turns his back, of course, to where they would come from, yeah, there's just a Killbot there, of course. And then he throws him over, like, three stories, and he splats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of our survivors are hiding in another store for a long time, and the bots laser their way through. They're, like, cutting the barrier, and they get oh. through, and... Yeah, there's, like, this, like, this is just, like, a shutter door, almost. Like, a garage yeah. door, it looks like. And they're, like, they're gonna get through, and he, like, shoves kind of some kind of thing in the mechanism to open the door. They're, like, maybe not. And then it seems like they get to sit there in the store for so long that they fall asleep. That's how long it took the Killbot to get through the door. You could have gone anywhere. Go back to the vents. Also, bigger question, did the Killbots forget their C4? Yeah, exactly. Well, they must have used all of it. They're only allowed one thing a night. Oh, well, did only one have the C4? Maybe that's the one that crashed? Oh, maybe. Maybe that's why it, like, extreme exploded. Yes, that makes sense now. But they set up these mannequin decoys and everything at, at another store. The Killbots come, they make noise, they start firing at all the mannequins, and they're firing back. And oh. I guess this one is actually susceptible to bullets for some reason, because it starts spinning around and short-circuiting, but it shoots Linda in the process. Well, it, because the Killbot's shooting lasers, and one of the lasers hits, like, the Sears shitty mirror, and makes the laser bounce back and hit the Killbot, so it, like, kills itself almost. But it's oh, okay. so fucking stupid, because who gets on the fucking stupid little mall trolley thing that's literally, like, four feet away from the killbot to ram it? 
Linda's boyfriend, Rick, because he's mad that they just shot Linda. He has a machine gun, and he gets on this little three-wheeled, like, security mobile. It's like, <laughs> and rams it at two miles an hour. <laughs> What's the, what is the best-case scenario for this? You slightly bump into it? Yeah, because it just electrocutes him now, and now he's dead. Yep, there's uh, just Ferdy and Allison left. Do you know who that guy was? I don't believe so, do I? Russell Todd, who also appeared in Friday the 13th Part 2 as Scott, the guy that likes little short shorts girl. <laughs> oh, okay, he got stuck in the trap. I gotta let you hang here, you pervert. That one... Yeah, exactly. Okay. But they split up for some reason, our two survivors, and... A killbot finds Allison in a pet store as she's yelling for Freddy. He shows up and shoots it. Wait, no, this isn't the pet store gets her. But a bot finds Allison and for some reason isn't just killing her instantly like they've been for everyone else, just slowly making its way towards her. She yells for Freddy. He shows up just in time and shoots it right in its little, like, like what Cyclops from the X-Men wears, visor thing. Yeah, it's like laser beam thing. Yeah, and he's like, laser malfunction and... Oh, yeah, I love it just so these things just report what's going on. It's like, okay, my weapons are down. My weapons are down. It's just like announcing this to, I would guess, what would be the criminals? Yes, I guess so. Oh, take whatever you want. Take whatever you want. No more lasers. It follows him out of the store. Ferdy throws an extinguisher at it, and it throws it right back at him. It's so funny. It's just kind of like an oof, but we're to assume Ferdy dies here. <laughs> yeah, because the killbot does the, uh, it's, um, saying. Thank you. Have a nice day. It's, it's the killbot's version of Freddy's bitch. <laughs> exactly. But Allison runs, she hides in the pet store, and of course the snake and spider cages oh. are broken when the killbot's in there looking for her. But the killbot, like, purposely runs into, like, what's the most scary creatures in here? Don't release the puppies, too cute. Release the tarantulas. <laughs> She's staying quiet as spiders are on her and everything. I'm always a sucker for these, like, tension-building things like this. But she did great with it. Of their spiders all over her, there's snakes all over her. She didn't piss herself like Jenny from Friday the 13th Part 2. Like, she was exactly. just very, like, you could tell she doesn't love it, but she's not moving or making a sound, of course. And she goes out and she's hanging over the balcony really smart, because I guess they're not programmed to look there. Why would they be? True. And she falls onto an extremely conveniently placed, like, awning thing. What are these called? Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's basically like, like a you set up. pop-up awning kind of tent kind of thing. If you go to a flea market, and that's what you'll see yeah. people put up around their booth. Which, that's not going to be soft. Are they selling no. pillows at this booth? Yeah, you're going right through that to the floor, but it makes it a soft landing with movie like, logic. I've seen those kind of booths have, like, where they sell swords and stuff. Just have that be the sword one. She's impaled. Yeah. <laughs> She goes into the paint store, and she's opening and dumping cans of paint and paint thinner, and... Here, I'll give you lead poisoning! <laughs> <laughs> the killbot comes in and is spinning around in the paint. Allison lights a flare, and she goes, Have a nice day! <laughs> and blows it up. <laughs> Yay, she got to use the catchphrase! <laughs> and she's limping away, our lone survivor, except we hear, Hey, nice shot, and Ferdy's alive. 
Yeah, he's holding, like, toilet paper up to his head. He's just like, I got a bump! (laughs) (laughs) A fire extinguisher thrown at me. It really hurt. Yeah, a robot threw a fire extinguisher at me. It's been a weird night. (laughs) They hug, and as the mall doors open for the morning and credits, and that's fucking Chopping Mall. Bravo. Uh, Chopping Mall is a lot of fun, even though there's so much of it that doesn't make any sense. Oh, if it was a better executed movie, I might like it less. It's so it's a batshittery movie. Well, it's a great like mixture of Roger Corman. You got a bunch of people that I love that are in it, like Dick Miller, Kelly Maroney, Barbara Crampton. You get like a few people that show up that you weren't expecting, like a Russell Todd and an Angus Scrim. Like it's just like a weird cavalcade, like of this mash of like all these different horror people that did all these different things that made this just work. Yeah, and it's a lot of the people who do the kind of things that I really like too. So like it just all cooked together in the perfect soup. Exactly. Any final thoughts? Or are we all good for Count of the Dead? Yeah, I'd say let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah ah ah. Alright, the Throbbing Horror Count of the Deads, where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Chopping Mall? Let me think. Because I'm not doing the thing anymore, because like, Greg yelled at me, because I was like paying attention to kills, and Greg's like, you can't do that, because that's what I do. It's, it's not fun if you actually count them. It's more yeah. fun if like you keep if a guess. somewhat total in your head and everything, and then do that. I think there were eight. Very close. We had nine. Oh, very good. I will never uh, argue with more death. <laughs> What's well, Greg's Count of the Dead? Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. Oh, that was nice. Oh, this soundboard is awesome. Oh my god, there's a real thunderstorm. I, I want to do it again. To... Oh, there it is. Two... <laughs> The audience doesn't have to listen to my phlegm anymore. <laughs> so I'll take something from the movie, and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst, and 10 being the best, and i come up with that thing right now. Okay, so the Killbots themselves are pretty, like, vicious. I think they earned the name Killbot, for sure. Yeah, I think it's a worthy title. A lot of good gadgets and whatnot. So we're going to do... Robots that would be in Chopping Mall other than the Killbots. Okay. So you're making, it's the exact same movie, but let's say the Killbots, their agent didn't get them in. And so we got other robots coming in to audition for this role of the killer robots. And let's see what we got. Okay, I like this. (laughs) This picture like an Inspector Gadget. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's like all of them going through, and it's the like casting, cl- uh, the black casting couch. Everyone knows from the memes. <laughs> yeah, you have you have R two D two, you have RoboCop, you have everything. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm going to do a number one version, and that this is not to say the robot itself is bad, but the robot would be bad in this movie. It's going to be like Wally. Because Wally's way too cute, and he's just one going to want to be friends with everybody, or he's just going to want to try to find another robot to fuck. I I love that little robot. I do like Wally. That's why I wanted to say I like Wally, but he'd be horrible in Chopping Mall. Agreed. He's not going to be a very good killer, and like he accidentally no. gets one of them and puts him into the cube, and he's all sad. <laughs> <laughs> 
a number 10 version of a robot, the best version of a robot for Chopping Mall. That's fucking hard. So I immediately want to just say, like, Terminator. That's where I was going. I was about to do the... To give you a hint, but okay, you already went there. Not, and they're actually, I'm going to go in another way, though, and this is just personal. So I said the Greg one, which would be Terminator, and mine technically aren't robots, and they're technically not even, like, cyborgs, but we're going to do the Borg from Star Trek Next Generation. I was just about to ask, are you going to do some Star Trek thing right here? Yes, of course. I love the Borg. I figured. They're just a million of those weird cyberpunk guys wandering around. Maybe the Borg Queen comes down. She's all sexy walking around. I have um, no reference for this, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to give Chopping Mall 6 out of 10. It's a good time. I haven't seen it in a little while. It'll probably be another couple years before I would see it again. Definitely worth checking out 100%. I do like it, but there's just so many little parts. I'm like, why are they all fucking each other together? Like... I could, like, Rob just had, like, a, his New Year's Eve party. Imagine me and Liz walking in being like, Oh, this is a different kind of party than what we thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, yeah, there's just some really weird parts in it for me. Some parts are just like, okay, that's convenient. Like, the lightning. Of course, the lightning is evil. But it is just such a fucking good time. Yeah, I, I look, I'm not disagreeing with you. There are a lot of terrible things, and I had to go seven robots that I would cast in Chopping Mall out of ten. Okay. Not too far from you. I think this movie's so much fun. I love it. It's always a great time. I start audibly laughing at some parts. I'm, like, cheering about This movie is Greg written all over it. There's also, like, isn't there a rule or something in, like, the Motion Picture Association of a movie has to be a certain, like, number of minutes for it to be counted as a movie, and under the other than that, it's like a, a mini short, thing, yeah. or a short or yeah. something. It's like seventy-seven minutes must be like the movie length. <laughs> yes. Well, a lot of older movies tried to keep it at eighty-two minutes or under because then you could fit it onto two film canisters instead of three, which yeah. saved you money. That's like an old Roger yeah. Corman trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's He's one of the guys who was really huge on it, so yeah. it makes sense for this movie. Oh, it's perfect. And I could imagine, once again, there's a version where Chopping Mall isn't edited down so great, and it's like two hours long. And that movie would not be anywhere near as good. Even the 95-minute yeah, long one was tested and didn't test that well with audiences, so they chopped it down even more. They chopped it down? Yeah, see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all I got on Chopping Mall. This was a fun one. I'm glad we finally got to this. Yeah, very nice pick. And, if I am correct, rounding out Greg Month. Yeah, this concludes Greg Month. Um, we had some new releases in the Corey pick, but, man, I enjoyed Greg Month. I hope I didn't bother you with any of the picks too bad. Oh, no, I enjoyed them all. They were fun. Good. But, yeah, we hope that Chopping Mall has left your brain throbbing with horror. Alright, that's the end of the episode, guys. You know the drill. Follow us on all the social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin. Please rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And come back for next week for the next episode.